0: Welcome to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, an award-winning show dedicated to helping contractors generate more revenue, employ more people, and serve more customers. Powered by Rival Digital. Tune in each week to learn how other business owners and industry professionals across the country are staying ahead of the curve in an ever-changing business landscape. So, are you ready to dominate your marketing, get a grip on your operations, and build the business you've always dreamed of? Join your host, Eric Thomas, and get a fresh perspective on what it takes to create a world-class contracting business. The best idea wins. Now, here's Eric Thomas.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, where we believe the best idea wins, and we are here to help you generate lots of good ideas. And to do so, we got to bring on smart people who've got good ideas to kind of help you generate good ideas. So today, we've got my new friend, Kellen Moen from Viral Marketing on with us. Kellen, how are you doing?
2: Shoot, I'm doing well, man. I'm out here in Scottsdale, Arizona. We just shifted from 115 degrees, and it has dropped down to like 60. So I'm hoping we can land somewhere in that 80 here pretty soon, so I can get out and play some golf.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago for the uh, Women in HVACR event, and it was cold. It was like in the 50s. Dude, yeah, it
2: got cold quick.
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: that's what it was. But a week before that, it was like one. It was legitimately like 110. Yeah. You know, it's usually we kind of hang in the middle. All the people from Canada come down here, and everyone's loving it. But it, yeah, it's, we haven't quite seen it yet.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought it was crazy because like I I packed pretty much similar outfit that you have on now, just like golf short shirts. sleeve, like golf shirts and stuff like that. And then I got there and I was like, I didn't have a coat. I mean, I had like a, a lightweight quarter zip that didn't do the trick. Um, but I, was, I was shocked, but yeah.
2: You get soft out here too. Yeah. Because I'm from Alaska originally. I grew up in Juneau and yeah. you know, it's quite a bit colder there. But then you get used to it. You live in Arizona have been here for the last eight years. It start, It gets like 70 degrees and you're like, man, I'm freaking freezing.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to dig in, chat a little bit more with you about Yelp advertising and, and all this yeah. good stuff. And this is actually, you know, this is kind of a gray area for us here at Rival Digital because our core, fo- our core focus is you know, websites, SEO, organic social media, content writing, know content photo video stuff like that and then mm-hmm. you know we do some online advertising on like google side but we don't we don't really touch yelp that much and yeah um, it, you know it's come kind of to our attention a little bit more lately um about some of the you know the opportunity in yelp and the opportunity of low-hanging fruits that contractors may have to you know maybe look into it and see you know what it can offer for them so kellen why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself for our listeners tell them about your company and what you all do
2: yeah well, I run the company, Viral Marketing, with my partner, Marcus. Uh, we were four-year-old company. Actually, Marcus and I met in college. We, we both played baseball at the University of Oregon. And so we met there. I ended up, um, was drafted by the Royals, which brought me down to Arizona. And Marcus came because he had family down here. Then a couple of years later, we, we start this business, right? And obviously, start a business, need something to sell. We both kind of had a background in kind of Google and Facebook. We understood that pretty well. We didn't know much about Yelp. So we're here in Scottsdale. Yelp has a headquarters here in Scottsdale. Came across this Yelp partnership plan, right? I'm like, I don't really know Yelp. I know restaurants that don't know much about it get involved. And I'm like, oh damn, we got something here. So what we found is Yelp can be a very, very good lead provider. Like when someone's on Yelp looking, they've already made up their mind, they're buying something. They're just trying to figure out who am I buying this from? Whether it's like food, like, Hey, I'm hungry. Now who's going to provide me the food and same thing with home service. Now at the time, four years ago, uh, home service was just kind of like relatively new. Everyone was still like, yo, that's for restaurants. Um, and so we get involved and what we found is like, Hey, these leads are good coming off here. The problem is that that Yelp's providing, and it's not really their fault is they're not extremely helpful to the business. They call their way. Their model is, is they have a team of people who calls the business, gets them signed up for Yelp ads. And then the majority of the time they kind of go back to selling other businesses, leaving the business to figure out, Hey, I'm running Yelp ads, but how do I make these things successful? It leaves up the business to figure it out. So we come in on the side of the business, trying to get the most out of Yelp, right? Nobody's locked in anything. It's good enough to where we have all these customers running now. They can leave whenever they want to leave, but the leads are good. So, so you don't leave. So We've grown to Yelp's number one partner, which has been very helpful. We have a very good relationship with Yelp. Like Yelp, a lot of the people we work with maybe don't have that best relationship with them. So they're happy to use us because we're kind of that middleman. Uh, but that our, since we're Yelp's top partner, it's got us, for one, it's gotten us access. Like we have a whole team at Yelp whose full-time job is to help us. And then since we are looking at these leads coming in from like, Hey, I'm not walked in anything. I need these leads to be good. I'm, we're looking at some of the areas that could improve on Yelp and so we built technology on top of Yelp to make it better. We actually, uh, Marcus, I mentioned who is my partner, he's very good at Salesforce. So our whole business is built on top of Salesforce and then we have API connections into Yelp. We run all of our ads through our Salesforce. We built an autoresponder for these requests to quotes that come in that's all run out of Salesforce and so, um, it works out really well. And so we're taking that same model and we're doing it with thumbtack and we're integrating currently Angie right now. And so it's, it's worked out. It's worked out very well. And be, and also people are really appreciative of, of what we're doing too, because they're traditionally their relationship with Yelp has been one that's kind of very difficult. Yeah. And so they're very happy to come in and be like, Hey, if you can just help us out with this, we're going to love you. And then also we're also sending over really quality leads lot of the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, when we're thinking about like marketing and building your marketing plan and everything, there there's so many different you know channels and avenues to go down to and you know to put into your marketing mix. And so, like, where do you feel that like Yelp and like Thumbtack and Angie's and all these, where do you feel that like these fit into the marketing mix for contractors today?
2: Well, I guess I I would be looking at like where are the people, right? So let's say I'm at my house and my air conditioner breaks, which you're in Arizona, you know, got yourself a little bit of a problem in the summertime. The majority of people are are going to Google. If you type in HVAC repair into Google, Yelp is usually the first thing that organically indexes. It will say like the 10 best air conditioner companies in Scottsdale. You click on that and the 10 best are just advertisers, right? And so when I look at Yelp, I'm like, people are, If a lot of people are going to Google, a lot of people ending up on Yelp. There's also a huge... Yelp has 100 million active monthly users on it. They have a massive community. So there's a lot of people going there. And also, if you have an iPhone and use Apple Maps, it's pulling all of its info from Yelp. Bing is pulling from Yelp. If you ask Siri a question, pulling that from Yelp. Amazon Alexa pulls that information from Yelp. Yahoo it's pulling their information from Yelp. They're so webbed into like everything. And then Thumbtack... the, I really like Thumbtack. Thumbtack's got a lot of promise. It's still like relatively early. So we've been involved with those guys for maybe a year and a half or so. Um, I would say in the last six months, it's gotten significantly better. What I like about Thumbtack versus Yelp is uh, your budget on Yelp can get burned sometimes by, because it's a cost per click model. So you have people clicking and maybe not converting, even though Yelp has really high converting uh, leads on there but on, on thumbtack it's a cost per lead. So you're paying for that lead for that phone number. So that model is a lot stronger for, for contractors, I think, because you're actually getting the lead. Um, the thing that thumbtack just needs is they need that bigger user base. It, it maybe a year and a half ago. It was very much like one guy, like one guy in a truck thumbtacks perfect, but as like a larger business, it doesn't play as well. It's kind of people price shopping. Um, we've definitely seen a shift in that in the last couple months and then and then angie it's the same kind of thing i'm like i would just as a business i want to be at the top of all the areas where people are searching
1: yeah i don't
2: and i don't have any like allegiance or like like i don't work at these companies i'm looking at them like can i get good leads off these platforms and can i get better leads than if they went straight to the platform and and all that and then there's also an aspect of what we're doing is we're qualifying the lead for some people For instance, like take like A1 but Tommy Tommy Mello at A1. We're handling his Yelp leads. Those messages that come in, message comes in. On that message on Yelp, the request a quote, there's no contact information because the reason that is, is Yelp is reselling that lead. And they don't want, if they put the cell phone on there, you're going to have four businesses calling that customer. And as a customer, I'm like, I'm not going to go through Yelp if I have these people harass me. And so the business has to respond back to it Hey, what's a good phone number. We get the number and then they have to do it. So what we're doing for, for for example, is we are doing that initial contact, Hey, getting the info, getting, Hey, here's the person's name, phone number, address, zip code, all the things that they want, packaging that up and sending it into their system as a lead. So as a, and we're doing that same model for these other platforms too. So ideally where our business is going and where some of it is today is, the business just signs up with us, gives us a budget, and then we're just sending leads to them and, and basically booking the appointments for them.
1: So, how does that differ? Like, how is it, in your opinion, like for contractors? Because there's, you know, there's a little bit different between like, like Yelp and Angie's, for example. Where, like, you know, Angie's, I just Google searched, you know, HVAC repair near me. Uh huh. Of course, you get the LSA, the Google Ads, the Map yep. Pack, and then you get Yelp. The best 10 heating and air conditioning contractors in Chesapeake, Virginia. Right underneath that, we get Angie's, which is the top 10 best HVAC companies in Chesapeake, Virginia. So I go to Yelp, and like you mentioned, there's the, immediately the sponsor results where it's like company name, you know, Mr. Comfort Heating and Cooling, a picture, some reviews, whatever. Uh, but then I go to Angie's, and it's like, get matched with the top rated companies, put in your zip code. So then it takes you almost into like a different funnel. Um, yeah i don't
2: know angie very well at all we're still so we're integrating them into our sales force right now so it's not but, something we've even trained our team on it's not something i've we've really at least i have not my partner has yeah he's been in it a lot more i just know people it's the same thing with yelp there's a lot of people out there that have a tough time with angie and so mm-hmm. as a business i'm always looking to solve problems right if I can solve a problem, we can make, that's really the way you make money is you solve a problem. We've solved a huge problem with Yelp. And so we hear that same thing with, with Angie, where it's like, you know, there are good leads, but I got to do, you know, I'm getting reselling them to 10 people and all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I think I can get in there and solve this problem. If I do, it's going to result in um, our business to be able to grow and hire more people.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like Angie's and home advisor. I know like the biggest, complaint a lot of people have just like you mentioned is like they'll five contractors get the lead and then it's a gun draw to see who can call them first Um, yeah and that's
2: it's not that great for the consumer either the last thing i want is a 10 people calling me you know yeah
1: yeah one time i filled out home advisor just not i wouldn't say it was as as a joke uh but i definitely wasn't like i wasn't serious about getting any service done Uh uh so if you are a landscaping company in the Virginia beach area, I apologize <laughs> about that. Uh, but I just wanted to see how like the lead flow worked. Mm-hmm. And um, gosh, that was the most annoying thing. Like, at least like for me, cause like, it, like immediately it was like phone call phone. Call. Like while I was on the phone with one, another one was calling. And, yeah. Like that could almost be a little bit much. Whereas like Yelp, you're able to shop and, you know, make your choice up based on reviews, the presentation of the actual listing and the imagery and stuff that they've got on there.
2: Yeah. And when Yelp is reselling that too, there's no contact info on there. So you're not going to get that. You can get have three other businesses or whatever it is um, reach out to you and you can kind of choose who you're engaging with. So you're not going to get that that spamming yeah. that, you, that you ran into with the with Angie on that.
1: Yeah. So what are, what are some like best practices for contractors that are advertising on Yelp right now? Cause I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I see some, some people advertising on here right now and like, it just this looks bad. Like they could. <laughs> it's the majority <laughs> of
2: it. So, and that, and that's the reason we're even to have this build this business in the first place is so I mentioned earlier, Yelp is calling these businesses signing them up and then it's up to the business and the business is like, I don't really know what to do with this. Yeah. The, the best yeah. practices are really It's all really basic stuff. For one, you have to look what your listing looks like. So you just did a search there and you're looking at it. There's a lot of people at the top there that are paying money that it doesn't look good. So you need to make sure you have good photos on there. And ask yourself when you look, do a search, find your business. Does this listing represent my business? Is this a good representation of who I am? Yeah. how you combat. Yelp is very difficult too on businesses when it comes to Um, like uh, on the review side because they filter a lot of reviews. And so it it makes it, I mean, I could totally understand why people get upset about this because it's like, Hey, I just went over to this guy's house, fixed his air conditioner, went way out of my way, did all this stuff. This guy goes out of his way, super thankful, leaves me a review. It posts the Yelp and then Yelp just is like, no, we don't want it. We don't want that one. Because what Yelp is looking for is they're looking for people who are actively actively, using their platform to share their experience right yeah so the first thing is you really got to look at what like the creative is your creative team putting like when you see that ad does it catch your attention okay and so especially when it comes to if you have a review score like 4.0 or below it's really important to have that thing be well branded and have the photos look good because it, if, it, if you're like a three and a half star business on there and it looks kind of janky then it's like as the user it's like well that makes sense crappy photos crappy review score type of thing but if the photos are good it's like well what's what's going on here this looks really good and you, and then people understand a lot of people understand the review score is not always an accurate representation of the business and so yeah. that's one way to get in um this, the second way is when somebody's also looking at your page like is it easy to book an appointment yeah like, do you have a fast response time on there? Cause you'll notice on there, it'll have like this business responds to their leads in five hours. Well, for one that no one, I'm not going to go through that if it takes five hours and then Yelp as a business is not going to reward you with a better lead. If it says five hours, cause Yelp's just connecting people, you know? Yeah. So you have to have a fast response time on there, which is why we built an autoresponder for it. And so, cause these leads come in at all hours of the night. Y- Yelp's like a, uh, response time is only judging you off like eight to five but if a lead comes in at seven i'm not worried about yelp's response time counter that that lead needs to be responded to it has to be a good experience for the for the consumer yeah and so that's we built the autoresponder to solve that issue um someone also has to be managing it you need to be testing these photos to make sure that they're working. You need, you know, it's an ad campaign. It looks really simple. The thing is, is like they built the platform. So it is really simple. But so there's only so many knobs to turn. But understanding like what those knobs do, if you just tweak them just a little bit, it makes it makes a huge difference. Like, for example, another another thing that we rolled out, because, again, I'm looking at Yelp is like, can I use this thing to make money for my clients, you know? And I, we noticed Yelp has a tendency to spend budget early. So you have a, your campaign, let's say you're spending $9,000 a month, that's $300 a day. And you know, over because they divide it by 30, right? Yeah. Yelp will generally spend that budget on like the 26th of the month. So then these businesses are out of budget for those last like four days. And during that time, if you have ads running, Cost per click is way decreased Their Yelp is con impressions go way up because they're constantly showing your ad. So with our API connection, we are able to layer on campaigns at certain times of the month. And you can't do that without that API connection because if you go into your budget and say it's 9,000, you're like, all right, I'll bump it up to 10 on the last four days. What that's actually doing is it's taking a $9,000 campaign, turning that off and starting up a $10,000 campaign, which will create, you know, anytime you start a new campaign, it's always going to take a little bit. Yeah. And so it's like those little things that when you stare, I've been staring at Yelp every day for four years. And so I understand it. You know, I, you start to, you start to figure these things out pretty quickly. And so those are, those are the really important things just as a business. If you're looking, how do I get this thing going? What do you look like? Are you responding quick? Is it easy for someone to book an appointment? You know, like a, it's like just the the flow. Does this thing flow? Does it look good? Does it give me a good feeling when I'm on this thing? Those are really kind of the most important things, really.
1: Yeah. So when we're talking about like the autoresponders and stuff, like that's like a, like a speed to lead thing is a huge problem in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot of you know different programs out there to help speed to lead on you know different avenues like your website forms, your chat, um, Facebook messages, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, what have you seen, you know, cause you know, you're, in, you're in the weeds with Yelp. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, what's like the sweet spot on the response time?
2: Well, so Yelp, it's kind of funny. Yelp, the lowest response time you can have that's displayed on Yelp says 10 minutes or less, right? Okay. You basically want to respond as quick as possible. You know, like just kind of with everything. And, and ideally, when you're responding to that, because remember, there's no contact info on this. So I want to make it as easy on the consumer as possible. And so what we generally set that autoresponder up to do, and it's, it's different for each business, is like, hey, we're happy to help you. Would you like, like please leave your number or we'll have somebody call you or feel free to book online here and give them the option to book through a schedule engine or you have a nice little nice form on your website or something, some kind of thing to take them through to, to book the person. Um, so the quicker the response, the better. It doesn't have to be like instantaneous. So you feel like you're talking to a robot, but just, I'm just trying to get the message to the person because you're, you know, people's attention span is like, is like nothing, you know, you're on your phone, you're booking that thing. If you have someone right there, Hey, I can help you book here for your appointment tomorrow. Boom, done. Move on to the next little next app you're looking at. So, yeah, the, the quicker, the quicker, the better for not only the consumer, but if again, like I was saying, If it says three hours on there, Yelp is not going to reward you with the better quality lead. They're not going to give you the HVAC replacement lead because why would you if you're not going to help the customer by responding quickly?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, all attention spans are continuing to go down. Um, And that's why even on like this podcast, I have a lot of listeners may know I used to do episodes that were 45, 50 minutes, hour long. And... Uh I'd go look on Apple podcasts and see that the average listener is only tuning in for about 25 minutes. Um, so I was like, well, why am I going to you know talk for an hour and everyone's listening for 25 minutes. So I cut that down. And then like you'd even mentioned, I, I went online and uh, requested a quote for pest control once. And uh-huh. they called me like 20 minutes later. And I'd already forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: who the hell is
1: this guy? I know. I was like, Can I helped you. And they're like, yeah, we're responding to your form. And I was like, um, that was yesterday. I was like, what are, you, "What are you talking about?"
2: No, it's funny. I see it. I see it in myself when because uh, we got we got the NFL red zone this year, nice. and I'm like, and I, and I like watching football and stuff. But I was watching red zone and it's just constantly flipping from like you know game to game to game, and you know the scoring and passing. You, you're watching like six games at once essentially, and but it it flows. Um, and then like the Sunday night came game came on later and it just felt like I was like waiting for it to go. Cause it's just one game, you know, and there's timeouts. And I was like, damn, I could really feel that attention span kind of losing track on it. So yeah. that's kind of how it is. Yeah. But it's not, it's, just, it's not really a good thing. It's really important. That's why it's very important to meditate and get presence or, or present uh, because it, otherwise you get sucked into that thing.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about, um, possibly a misconception with Yelp. Um, and that is that it's only popular on the West coast. Well,
2: it's definitely more popular on the West coast than anywhere else. So there are pockets though. It is very regional. Like you're going to get way more leads if you're in Southern California and Arizona or the West coast, but there are areas in the, in that are kind of bigger cities. Um, East coast is, is, so how Yelp came from California. So, and then any, any, even anytime they roll out any new product, it starts in California and it kind of sweeps across the nation. Um, a couple of years ago, when we first started, Yelp was not very good at all on the East coast and now it's, it's significantly better to the, it's like Yelp was five years or six years ago on the West coast. Meaning if you have a good page on the East coast. You have a great opportunity to pick up business on that. Cause all I'm doing is taking your good page, putting it at the top, because the user base is growing over there. More people are using it. Uh, but it is it is regional to an extent. Like in California, there's a lot of businesses, West Coast, a lot of businesses that rely so heavily on Yelp. They essentially run their entire business off of Yelp. You can't you can't do that in most other markets in central and in the East Coast. Yeah. It's just not there yet. But it is, it is definitely getting there.
1: What have you all found in regards to like user, uh, sh- like usership, if that's even a word uh, of the Yelp app versus using Yelp on like a browser when you, you know, search on your desktop or your mobile phone? That's a really
2: good question. So pre-COVID, it was a lot more mobile usage. Since COVID has happened, there's a lot more people on a computer because a lot of more people are working from home. And that's why this like home service world blew up during COVID. Everybody's at home and everyone's like, let me fix my house. It's the same thing. So we used to see it like 80% mobile. It's almost right now it's about 50 to 60% mobile right now. So you are at half the people almost on their desktop computer, which is really interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We've, we've kind of seen a similar shift in like even just websites and like even social media, especially mm-hmm. social media because everyone is pretending to be working at home and they have yeah. got, got Facebook on their like side monitor or like Netflix or something. And then they've got their you know quote unquote work yeah. uh, in front of them. Um, it's pretty interesting how like, you know, we're in a mobile first world, but desktop has become more of a consideration over the past two years again.
2: Definitely. Yeah. And everyone's on LinkedIn too, which is the Facebook of work yeah it's not facebook it's linkedin it's literally the same stuff
1: (laughs) yeah no absolutely so when it comes to um you know just advertising in in general you know not just yelp but you know angie's thumbtack Nextdoor, ott any of that stuff like what because these are all very different you know when you're thinking about digital marketing like these are all different mediums than or channels than you know organic search uh facebook ads
2: definitely
1: so I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you see a lot of contractors facing like with these types of mediums? Um,
2: so the, the biggest one on Yelp is, is probably the fact that they get reviews and they get filtered on there. And yeah. so that is really – it's tough, man. That's a tough – I like to think of Yelp as like a game. It's easy for me to say when I'm not the one – you know, who's getting this review, and then it's getting filtered. But you have to understand these platforms are just games very much. Google and Yelp are the two best for for intent, because you have people searching for what you're like, I have this problem, I'm now searching for it. Facebook is more of a passive audience. So really good for like maintenance plans, um, air duct cleaning stuff where you can put some content out there that's strong and somebody scrolling is like, and it's like dirty ducks and you're like, Oh, maybe these things are dirty. Like it's something you can get fixed all the time. You wouldn't necessarily run like a Facebook ad for like HVAC replacement. Cause I'm like, I'm see that. I'm like, I don't need to replace my air conditioner. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have OTT is OTT is legit. OTT is uh, is a very, very good. It's basically television advertising for, for much cheaper and way more targeted. And it's, it's really an overall branding play because it's like, you can hit, hit them on OTT constantly. You're playing your, your message that you have as a business gets played in these people's house and in their minds. And then when it's time to get something, then they're going to go to Google and then they're going to go to Yelp and they're not going to remember that they saw your ad, but then once or your, your OTT listing, but then once they search for HVAC repair and then they see you said, Oh, I know that thing. That's the guy, you know, that's the guy that I've been hearing about. There is at the top good reviews. Let's do it. So it all, it all really does play
1: together. Yeah, I agree. So within the heating and air conditioning industry, I mean, I see on your website that you've worked with some you know, some pretty big companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about like some success stories that you've seen with contractors on Yelp. Cause I, I do really feel like uh, there's, it's like a, it's kind of a polarizing thing. Like some people are apprehensive and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't want to do Yelp. And then there's other people who are killing it on Yelp and they just can't stop talking about it. So um, what are some examples that you've seen of contractors just crushing it on there?
2: Um, so I, I didn't really expect to become into this like home service world. You know, I played professional baseball. and doing this. And now, now I get into this and we get involved with Yelp, not really know much about it, testing this thing out. We've seen a lot of success and we've seen several businesses go from, one employee to employ to essentially run their business off of Yelp that allows them to grow, to hire more people. Right. And and that, I mean, there's, there's been tons of that. I look at the one that comes to mind is like Victor Rancor, right. At absolute airflow, the guy's killing it. Just had Ed Milet at his conference at Grant Cardone last year, a business that's growing very, very quickly, possibly the fastest growing HVAC business in, in California. And he was really built off Yelp. Yelp is what allowed him to grow. And then he, since he's grown, he's then been able to go and, you know, get into other channels. You'd never want to be too reliant on one lead source. That's yeah. very dangerous to do that. And even us as a business, very heavily reliant on Yelp, which is why we have these other channels that we're doing. Significantly less reliant as we were a year ago. Um, but there's been a, there's been a lot like people are very thankful, which is, which I really like. Cause from, from my perspective, I only want to be doing something that I'm helping someone. I've worked other jobs in sales jobs where I felt bad about, essentially bad about what I was selling as far as like, I'm selling in this thing and I'm not totally sure this thing is going to work. So we very much built our business around, if this doesn't work, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, so that, and that's really the way to, it's really the only way to really become successful is you have to be, you have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe in what you're selling. Otherwise it's just not going to work. You're not going to feel good about yourself. And so we have had a ton. I mean, I can go through individual businesses, but overall it's, we have businesses that have gone from one or two people to, you know, 30, 40 people And that platform that got them. There was, was Yelp. Yeah. Actually, I have a funny story that, so I just last, this is unrelated to HVAC, but a friend of mine is from Afghanistan. I met him a couple of weeks ago, really solid dude. He started a car service company in San Diego, built that for 10 years, and then now he runs a capital management company, kind of a similar model to what Rand Cardone's doing. And he was telling me, This is unrelated to Yelp, but his dad was a taxi driver when he came here and he was working constantly, just a taxi driver and you know working very hard and in what he said is, he was able to get his dad out of the car and driving his own car and creating his own what is called stay classy transportation now uh, because of yelp yelp is what got his dad from a taxi driver to to be able to be on his own and have much more freedom and i thought that was i thought it was such a great story because we weren't even talking about yelp or anything like that and i was like that's incredible because this is like what i do and i'm seeing it play out in front of me so there's been many many different success stories it's been a lot of horror stories too on the yelp side but there's been a lot of success stories kind of across really across all industries
1: yeah so what, what do you feel that the future of yelp will look like maybe just a prediction or even a conspiracy theory or, or maybe you know anything well
2: um so that's a good question they have so Yelp is growing, it's definitely growing. It's growing throughout the, the United States. It's growing, you know, more East. We're running into a little bit of saturation on the West coast where, especially with when COVID happened, there's a lot of home service businesses that sprouted up. A lot of people got on Yelp. So there's significantly more competition. Yelp is kind of starting to resell some of the request a quote leads to a lot of other businesses. For example, hasn't quite happened in HVAC unless you're a, a business in Las Vegas. Las Vegas in the summertime on Yelp, Yelp, they're they're showing they're reselling that lead to like ten other people instead of three other people. They're doing that right now with moving companies in Los Angeles. So they're seeing some saturation on that side. They have one of the things that they have going for them um, to is they're really they're integrated into everything. They're integrated into Apple Maps, um, and so if if Apple decides to cut that relationship, that's going to be a big hit on Yelp. It really is. And so that that could hurt them from that standpoint. Uh, but overall, overall, I because I'm thinking about it, I'm somewhat tied to these guys, you know, and yeah. I'm seeing I'm still seeing very quality leads coming off this. I'm seeing businesses with a very strong return. So it's solid from that standpoint. Um, so I don't know. But I know they're in, they're positioned pretty well. And the one thing that they are, when I talk about reviews, is this is this is really something to, to think about. On the review side, they are filtering reviews. Absolutely, it, it makes it really tough. But you can't. It's the only review system you can't game. You can't have. If you start like uh, taking a product like Podium, you'll notice you have a product like Podium that generates reviews. You can't put Yelp into that. If you start using an app that. Sh- pushes reviews to Yelp, Yelp will shut down your, your listing won't let you advertise. They'll ban you. Yes. They'll, they'll shadow ban you. And so what we're seeing on like Google, for instance, like I don't really trust Google reviews, just me as a person. I love Google. Google's a great place to advertise. When I see a Google review, it doesn't really mean anything to me because I know that you can just send reviews there and everyone's like a 4.8, a 4.7, no 4.9 okay. with all these reviews. Um, you don't see that on Yelp. And so they, they've really hung strong to their value as far as like what they believe, whether you believe it, whether you, whether you think it's right or not, but they have been very strong on their belief on this review that the only review should, you can't game the system. You should only be able to review, like, you know, they're going to pick out some of the good ones and bad ones type of things. Um. And you see it, I say Google, Google may be a bad example. If you use something like Travelocity or something where you're like traveling, you're flying United Airlines and you look and it's like 10,000 five-star reviews, they're 4.9. You're like, I don't believe that. You know, and so some other platforms that are prominent are are running into that issue, but Yelp is is really not. So they're positioned very well from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's, everything is right now, in my opinion, is positioned to, to change big time either in 2023 or in 2024 um, with search engines and maps and business listings. So, I mean, we all know like Apple came out with their own version of Google My Business about a year ago, and it's kind of been like this shit or get off the pot kind of thing where Apple's been like teasing a search engine, you know, for a while now to compete with Google. And the ramifications of that are actually pretty serious because, you know, Apple Maps uses Yelp, um, if Apple decides, you know, we're, we're dropping a search engine to compete with Google and then they just like overnight flip the default search engine on their iPhones and their iPads and everything like that, like Google could take a massive hit on the market share for that. Definitely. And that's why I feel like Google is hinting towards us even now that they're kind of concerned of that to happen just because of the changes they've made to Google Business Profile recently where you no longer, like they're they're pushing for people to, manage your Google business profile directly from Google maps. Like they're trying to encourage mm-hmm. you to download Google maps and start using that to manage your business and get directions.
2: I've seen that too. What's interesting about Apple too, is they are collecting an enormous amount of data that nobody has talked about. They have all the So Yelp on the Apple maps, it's pulling its information from Yelp, but that phone number is not a Yelp tracking phone number on that. And so there's a lot of calls that businesses are getting, you know, it's a little bit different on the HVAC side because it's a service area business. You're not Apple mapping things as much, but for other businesses, there's a lot of businesses getting calls and they don't know where those calls are coming from. And they're coming off the Apple maps. And yet in Apple is collecting all that data and they're not sharing it with anyone. Yeah. Is that everyone else is sharing their data. Apple's got it all to themselves and they haven't, and they're kind of organizing it to get, exactly what you're saying, rolling out all these different things.
1: Yeah. Sophia, when you're listening to this later to edit the podcast, can you clip that last like four minute conversation we just had about those predictions just in case it comes true? That way we can say we called it. Yeah. And then uh, you can do a
2: podcast of nothing but predictions. (laughs) (laughs) That
1: yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, Kellen, this has been you know a great conversation. Um, really good stuff. I'm glad we were able to connect finally, and you know, and, and chat a little bit. Uh, yeah, for those listening out there, um, how can they you know get a hold of you, learn more, and, and just kind of dig in and see what you guys have to offer?
2: Yeah. The best way is really to go to our to our website. Uh, my email, if you'd like, my email is Kellen K E L L E N at viral, which is spelled a little bit different. V I I R L com that's my email if you'd like to email me but viral.com is our, our website which has all of our information on it and uh, if you're interested in learning more we'll, i'm happy to help i'm happy if you want to reach out and the nice thing about this relationship with yelp just to wrap this thing is i can see everything i can see who in the area is spending what i can see how much inventory is available to be bought if it's even worth advertising and so i'm happy to look at something like that if someone wants to reach out and i I can tell them, I can say, Hey, boom, boom, boom. I can say, this is a good idea. This isn't a good idea. Yeah. So, works out good.
1: Love it. Well, Kellen, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. This is awesome time. Cool. I appreciate it, man. Yep. All right. I'll talk Thanks to you soon. Much.
2: You got it. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the smart HVAC marketing podcast powered by rival digital, helping business owners and industry professionals across the country stay ahead of the curve in an ever changing business landscape. We hope you learned something from this week's episode. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast.